Hi, everybody. I'm Pasha Marlowe, and this is the Let Pleasure Be the Measure podcast. I'm thrilled to bring you today a new friend and uh, guest, Nicole Fevrier Davis. Nicole and I have a lot in common. We're both certified personal trainers, but as we got older and started to become more aware of our expansiveness and awareness and all that we understand about the world and beyond, we started bringing in new aspects into our work. And so I call my work now holistic personal training, but Nicole is known as the psychic trainer and she brings her psychic abilities to her personal training, which I find fascinating. So welcome, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is so much fun. I love being here. Yay. It's so it like to me feels intuitive and like, of course, of course we should start talking about mind, body, spirit, energy, uh, you know, within our exercise and fitness routine, because we know it's not just about the body. So to me, I can't imagine training anybody without going into those um, deeper levels. So how did you come to that transition? So years and years and years ago, I, um, you know, I knew that I could give psychic readings. I'd been giving psychic readings on and off to people uh, since I was 16 and then uh, started, you know, fitness training uh, when I was 18. And at that time, they were two exclusive, mutually exclusive worlds, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, trainers, fitness people knew me as a trainer and uh, holistic people and and esoteric and occult people knew me as a psychic. And I never, never thought that they would ever bridge or gap over um, until recently. And that was when I say recently, you know, it depends on how old you are. (laughs) <laughs> but um, you know, like seven or eight years ago, uh, I started getting more messages from the angels about, you know, they were saying things like you can help people in a different way. You have to look at the mind, take a look yes. at the mind, because I had all this backlog of physiological biology and nutrition and all, you know, all of that information was there. Um, but you and I both know, you know, these people come to us, they want to lose weight or get fit and they'll lose five pounds and gain 10 back. So, you know, then I started looking at it a little more in depth and, um, realized that the readings I started, the the angel said, you should just start reading your people. And it kind of happened spontaneously on the fitness floor. But when Mm. I think, when I think about the process, like I got to tell just this funny story. I remember this morning. I was actually getting this message 20 years ago. Wow. Because I was praying a lot. You know, I had two little boys, toddlers, and I didn't, you know, I was like, I I know I'm supposed to bring something to the table. I know I'm psychic. I know I love personal training and I love being with people and fitness. Um, You know, what, what is this thing? So on a lark, we were on vacation in Cape Cod and, um, and I said, you know, I'm also a Reiki master. I don't know if I mentioned that, but many uh, hats. Yes. <laughs> I had never had a healing by someone else. And I thought, you know, let me, let me, I'm going to check their healer out. Cause it was a, you know, it was a trusted uh, facility and I really loved the spa that, that they had there. So I go in to get my healing with this woman and um, I walk into this huge, it's like a room meant for showering, you know, so you're surrounded in tile and everything. They set up a table. She's like, we're, we ran out of therapy rooms, but we're going to do this in here. I'm like, okay. So (laughs) hop up on the table. I hop up on the table 
And the reason why I thought of this is because you always make me laugh, but this woman, she's like, okay, I'm going to start working on you a little bit. And I'm like, how does this go? I've never experienced this before. She's like, well, I will start singing. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get on the table and she's, you know, put, you know, moving the energy over my, my body and everything. And then like about 20 minutes in, she's a bigger woman. She scoops me up like an infant, starts rocking me. Wow. And then starts singing. I, Pasha don't know whether to burst out laughing. Right. You know, I was like, I started to laugh, but she started singing about how Jesus wanted me to do this work and that we made a covenant. We made a pact with each other that I would do this work. And I mm. burst into tears. Yes. So, you know, if I had to say like when I started, you know, yes. um, thinking about doing this kind of work, it was 20 years ago with that woman. It hadn't occurred to me before, you know, So fast forward to 2001 and I start giving more and more readings to my Reiki clients. And then after that, my personal training clients, um, I just realized that, yeah, like you did that. uh, We can't, you know, we can't separate out our souls. We can't separate out our minds from our bodies. They are so inextricably linked uh, purposefully, um, and planted in with, within our bodies is this deeply, deeply intertwined communication system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that it's so ornate, so complex, so complete. It leaves no part of our minds or bodies or personalities or beliefs out. So it's just that feedback that we're always thinking like the body is kind of acting on its own. It's always, you know, like a, you know, feisty toddler or something, you know, like just acting out, but it's not, it's always, always feeding back information to our bodies and minds about what is going well, what's in alignment with it and what isn't. So that's that whole, you know, process from beginning to end, I want to say it took about 20 years for me to integrate what I was seeing in people's bodies with their physical reality and their personality and their soul, you know, yes. like it took a while, but, uh, yeah, the more I do it, sorry. And that was a very long route to how did I get started? Doing I didn't this. even remember what my question was, but I'm glad <laughs> you said all that. I, um, I wonder how it works, how it looks. Cause of course you have to establish trust and rapport in any coaching or training session. Um, that in, in, on my end, that happens pretty quickly. And before we know it, we're talking about sex and death and grief and rage. Probably it's amazing first, what people say, right? Yeah, 20 minutes because it affects how we move. And I we check in, like meeting them where they're at. And so I wonder for you, what does it look like? Somebody walks in, do you do a reading right away? Do you move first? Like, how does it, how does that process look? So the, um, there are two things that happen or, well, there's a couple of things that happen. So it depends on how they heard about me. You know, people who are just curious, they just find my website or found me on Google or, uh, you know, wherever they'll, um, email me or text me and say, I don't know what I need. Um, can you guide me? And so, um, they may need, and I created two other therapeutic sessions based on the readings that I'd given. One is called truth talking with the body and the other is subconscious conversations. 
now called super conscious conversations for a different reason. But, um, you know, so I, I can guide them towards a service first, or if they are looking, and I do have um, a handful of clients that are interested in a more integrated fitness and, and weight loss program. So I set them up month to month with a series of uh, personal training. Um, they may opt for two or three Reiki sessions, two or three sub subconscious conversations or truth talking with the body sessions if they're experiencing pain and there's no physical evidence of why. Um, so those people will buy entire packages, but we always, always begin those packages with something called a full assessment. Okay. And the full assessment I provide is um, a typical, you know, Park Hue history, health history, fitness questionnaire. Mm -hmm. I also do a personality and behavior cool. questionnaire, metabolics questionnaire, and then the psychic reading. Nice. So the psychic reading and all those metrics, they all uh, layer, they're layers of being. And I collate all those layers. And if there's a consistent issue with the same layer, Mm -hmm. area of that layer, then I know, oh, okay, this is the piece that's affecting your metabolism, or, you know, this is the piece that froze your shoulder, or, you know, this is the pieces that's compromising intestinal flora and flora, mm -hmm. you know, that sort of thing. So um, when I, when I do the, the psychic reading in that context, it is all about their goal, how they can get to their goal, given all of those metrics. If they just want a psychic reading to see where they are emotionally, mentally, physically in their bodies, then I can do that too. That's a separate, just not a full assessment for training or fitness or specific goal. Just how am I doing? I have questions or like I had a woman the other day say, you know, I've been trying to lose weight on my own. I don't know why I'm not losing weight. And uh, so her, her reading kind of revealed a couple of things to her and that's what'll happen. Um, you know, people will say, I don't know if it's my thyroid or I don't know if, you know, my adrenal glands are not really up to par. We can go in and nail exactly what the problem is. And then they can go get tested in other words, you know, for, for yeah. what's going on. And so. do you see or hear, um, and I can't remember all the different terms, clairvoyant and, and beyond. Do you see within the body uh, a blockage, a light, an energy? Do you hear? I, I'm just wondering how you receive the messages. So, um, I, and this is something I cover, which we're going to chat about in a minute. I cover this in uh, Be a Body Psychic, my okay. online uh, psychic development course. Um, one of the things that I started out doing right away was seeing a lot of color and some conflicting images. I didn't understand what they meant, but what I realized was that their soul was talking to me through symbology. Okay. But the more I gave the readings, other things was, were happening. Um, you know, I would have severe neck pain before someone came in who had arthritis in the cervical vertebra. Mm. I would, you know, experience bloat in my stomach if someone had a hard time digesting or had uh, colitis or something like that, you know. Um, and then uh, for the last, I want to say, um, 15 years, 14 years, um, I can hear everything, like everything that's going on. Uh, I'll be working on someone and one of the angels will say, you know, go up to the left shoulder. There's communication in there about nervous tension, about, you know, losing the mother in the family and let's work on that. Um, 
but you know, it goes both ways because sometimes you're hearing things you don't really want to hear, you know, like things mm-hmm. like that have nothing to do with this person. So it, it takes a real, um, uh, concerted effort to okay. be clear, you know, yes. in, in each of those, like set your intention, set your protection and, uh, be clear that you're, you are vibrating at that vibration that needs to communicate that person's, you know, soul intention. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, it's, I'm clear audience, clairvoyant and okay. clear ascension. And, um, for those like me who are new to all this, when you're talking about, um, <clears throat> listening to um angels and spirits are you talking about people who we've known or spirit guides that that are out there whether we've known them in this uh earth human suit whatever you call it uh, so there are many um designations okay there's cherubim there's seraphim there's angels there's archangels that's you know they're a part of the divine um realm i want to say then there's this other part uh that you may have guides from past ancestry that have passed over and and they recognize something in you that's just like them and they want to see that flourish and you know do well and stuff like that so you may have spirit guides excuse me that are members of your family that have passed over that's one part of the human uh transition to a spirit realm but then i have found too that certain people who come to me um they'll say things like you know i started craving almonds i hate almonds i don't know why i'm eating almonds or you know they'll say like for some reason i just feel so exhausted all the time Mm. and it has nothing to do with their adrenal glands or their thyroid or any other functioning of the biological body it'll have to do with them picking up something called um entities and these entities don't necessarily have any relationship with you directly you may be walking through a park or you know uh picking a child up at a nursery um and or you know at a school or something and that entity that's just in transition doesn't know that they've died haven't moved on they're in this transition place they can attach themselves to you Mm -hmm. because of your energy because of your light because of your joy Um, and, and they're just trying to get a hit of that humanness again, Mm -hmm. but, um, they aren't necessarily, you know, the helpful, uh, kinds of guides that, you know, the, um, the ascended masters or the angels or, you know, Buddha or any of the other, uh, gods and goddesses can be, uh, so yeah, they're two separate realms and some of them are beneficial. Some of them not so right. Yes, I've been told several times that um, this regarding my son and his illness, that he has some uh, entities that have uh, attached to him because he's such a sympathetic, empathetic soul that that they are like, oh, you, you'll you'll do you'll accept us. And then they're kind of riding literally on his back. Um, and I could go into it further, but but it's been fascinating to uh, we did a, a paranormal um, removal, I believe they called it and somebody else did an Ashaic. Oh my gosh, I should know these terms better. Akashic? Akashic, Akashic, Akashic reading. Um, anyhow, just some really interesting. So it's it's a fascinating experience for somebody like me who probably with only in the last year or two has even started to learn about all this, that it feels, um, it feels a bit scary at first yeah. because it's so unknown. So do you have clients that come to you and they're like, 
I'm nervous. I don't know what you're going to do or what it's going to look like. I don't even know if I want to hear what you have to say. What if like, do they worry you're going to tell them about an illness that they didn't know they had, for instance? Right. Well, and that did come up for a while. There's some, you know, skepticism. I think a lot of people, um, you know, they're, they're afraid of what they're going to find out. But what I will say is like people who've taken the be a body psychic course or come for the full assess assessment have never been like, damn, you know, I should have never done that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's always come out for the better because, um, you know, essentially, like I said, we're, we're in charge of this feedback loop. And when you take into account all the good that you've created in your life and all the, the love and the joy that you've created in your life, and you can actually see that like, embedded in your cells, embedded in your body. That's something to feel really good about. Yes. So more often people find that positivity, that joy nice. than the darkness and the, and the, and the, um, uh, imbalances. Okay. But I will say, you know, like you hear in traditional Western medicine every day, get tested, get tested for whatever it is, you know, colon cancer, breast cancer, you know, COVID get tested. This is a way that you can do a test on yourself that doesn't have a negative repercussion every single time. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to feel nervous or anxious or, or sad about it because it's something that you already embody, you know? Right. So we, we can look at it as something like, Oh, I'm scared. I'm going to just, you know, discover something negative. Or we could say, Oh, wow. You know what? That's super empowering that I knew about this before it manifested into a physical thing. You yes, know, you're just remembering, um, you're just checking with something you you're, you already knew, but weren't yes. aware of. Okay. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, I mean, I think it, what's scary is, um, when someone else, uh, maybe like a doctor or a chiropractor, someone else tells you what's wrong with you. That's scary to me. I want to be there before they get there, you know, yes. I that, uh, power before they get there. I want to know, uh, you know, and I remember the story now I forget the, uh, the off the author, but. He was in a serious, serious uh, biking accident mm. and, um, you know, traumatized his neck, traumatized everything. They said, you'll, you'll never run or walk again. Mm. And he sat back. He said, you don't know me very well, do you? Mm -hmm. And within a year, he was up and walking and he's been running races, marathons ever since. So that just, you know, that's just one testimonial to an incredible way of working with your body yes. that you know, people don't embody normally. We're, we're always told, you know, go to the professionals, go to this one, go to that, you know, specialist. And they know better than you do about this thing, but they don't know you. I'm, I'm laughing because of course it's, it's touching a personal nerve. Um, right. Right. After my first hip replacement, he goes, well, you might as well quit your career now. Cause you'll never practice yoga again. To which I said, one, you don't know me. And obviously you don't know what yoga is if you just said that. And then skip ahead a few more years after my second uh, hip replacement because of a recall um, that happens. It, he said, wheeling me into the operating room, he goes, just don't get pregnant again because like, it'll never work. Baby won't be okay. And something inside of me was like, how the hell I won't. And then like a month later I was pregnant. <laughs> and he's like, how did you even do that? Like you're yeah. on a walker. How did you get pregnant? I'm like, I'm creative and you didn't give me credit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And this is what I'm saying. You know, people do, shouldn't fear what's in their own body, body, mind. I call it, you know, like they shouldn't fear what's in there. It's there's 
only good, you know, you can only access your power through very, very limited venues right now. And this is a beautiful way of accessing your own power mm. and, and, and reaffirming. Yeah, that's damn right. I can do this. I can, you know, this is not above or beyond me. It is well within my control. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take that power back now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Thank yeah. you very much. Yes. And do you, um, I, I assume just because I'm a personal trainer, this is what most people say to me is I want to lose weight. And recently I've been trying to reframe that because I feel like in midlife and beyond, we have so many already losses in our lives of people and things and houses and expectations and, you know, and so I don't want to lose anything else. I just want to gain. I want to gain strength. I want to gain confidence. I want to gain awareness, right. enlightenment. And so, um, and yet it's still the number one goal people come in with. So I'm wondering for you, it, um, how you find the connection between weight loss and the expectations that people have and enlightenment and and in your work in general, how do you well, I, um, you know, that's a great question because, you know, people come to you all the time, like, oh, I got to lose 20 pounds. I have to lose 15. I have to lose 80 pounds. And you're, you're always kind of in the position because of your certifications to say, well, we could do this and we could do this and we could do this. But you and I both know that it's really their emotions and their, their mind and their body that is dictating those neurotransmitters, those chemical, you know, hormonal chemi- chemistry and the intestinal flora fauna um, that is um, controlling the metabolism. So um, when I when I work with someone who wants a weight loss goal, um, inevitably the reading will kind of unfold, and I can see it in their energy. I'm writing a book about it now, based on the um, the be a body psychic. That's your first. Um, oh, and by the way, by the way, this is kind of how I see people. Oh, you know? thank you. Oh, I like it. So there's a visual for those that are listening. It's like, uh, like oh, it looks like rainbow and fire and electricity. Yeah. I don't know. That's how I'm seeing it. And it'll be different each and every time. I mean, if you know, sometimes, um, let's see, on my website, you could see pictures of other people that I've drawn, and then I also do energy portraits. Like I'll take someone's portrait and draw them real. Uh, realistically, but I'll also add any colors that I see behind them. Cool. But um, so, you know, when, when we're looking at the body like that, you start to realize this person doesn't need to lose weight. They need to lose the fear of not being loved when they were three. Yes. You know, they need to lose um, the anxiety over finding a new home. They need to lose the the terrible relationship they have with the, their current husband, you know, or they need to lose. And these are the things that people are afraid of. But yes. Archangel Metatron told me, you have to, you have to instill in people never to fear change. You know, change is going to happen regardless if they want it to or not. Mm-hmm. And they have to empower themselves with that thought that they have the power to make a change instead of having the change put on them, you know? Yes. Yes. And that's, that's, you know, the biggest thing. So when I say, you know, when someone says I have to lose weight, I say, no, you have to lose the emotion that caused the weight gain. You have to lose that. Um, and then we go back into how do we do that? How do we lose, um, you know, not, not feeling appreciated by your father growing up? How do we lose, um, those traumatic experiences like rape or, 
you know, maybe you witnessed a murder or you had a severe car accident or something like that in your youth, how do you lose that fear? You know, so is it actually losing it, like you, you believe you could actually just lose it or is it moving through it and accepting it? Okay. So there are a couple of ways, uh, moving through it and, ex- and accepting it is one way, but what I, I've recently, not recently, I, again, you know, I go back seven years, but, um, I've been doing something called subconscious conversations because, um, as you know, when you do like a Park Q health history questionnaire or even an emotional, you know, behavior questionnaire, the uh, personality questionnaire, everyone paints this really bright, shiny picture that everything is fine and their life is really good right now. And, uh, and you believe it, you know, I believe it 100%. But what they don't realize is that, you know, when they were raped at 17, that is still with them. And that's acting on the subconscious mind, whether they want it to or not. So I created something called the subconscious conversation, which now includes the superconscious mind. And it allows for the superconscious mind, which is connected to all divine wisdom, all divine healing, all light. uh, That's our connecting point to our own minds and bodies. So I asked the superconscious mind to step in. And this has all been researched, by the way. This has been, uh, it's not just like I'm giving random readings and be like, ah, this is a theory of mine. No, I've I've done a lot of research, um, you know, based on uh, some of the um, therapeutic conversations that Dr. Gary Flint has written about in um, a treatment of the personality. So these are psychologists and uh, scientists that have really gone in depth and detail about how the mind works with our emotional state and our physical state. Mm-hmm. And I just took it to the next level because I'm a Reiki healer to connecting it to our divine self, that divine template that has all perfection in it for each yes. and every one of us. When I asked that divine template to open up and I asked the superconscious to come in and treat in a massive change history, not to ignore, not to belittle your experiences or your beliefs, but to put a different focal point on it. Mm-hmm. And to allow something better to take over, something more empowering, more light-filled, more joy and filled with love. Because you can't have, you can't have fear and depression and anger in the same place there's love and joy and light, right? So that has been a mind-blowing experience, not just for my clients, but for myself. Uh, I just treated a woman this morning who um, needs to lose weight, but she also has severe, severe cold, bad, bad, sore throat and cold. And I led her through a super conscious conversation. We realized the origination of it was in depression and that that originated in her childhood. And I asked for the super conscious mind to create a massive change history and all beliefs, all memories, all emotions associated with that. She came out of it. She didn't have a temperature, her throat, her voice was clear. She didn't sound congested. She's like, this is, this is a miracle. She's like, what the, wow, how did, wow, how did that work? This is how it works. Mm. The more we are, we are accessing that information from our, our body, mind, holding it in ourselves, the easier it is to heal, the easier it is to lose weight, the more powerful we feel in our own process. We're no longer victims, you know? I'm sorry that again, I'm going on and on and on. Yeah. yeah. It's fascinating to me because I, I hear that a lot. You can't hold, you know, fear and love in the same moment. And, and I'm grappling a lot with that lately. Cause I'm trying to, I'm feeling more that, that I 
can and do, and perhaps that's part of my healing process, is that I feel so paradoxical in each moment that I can be, uh, you know, fearing my son's illness because I love him so much and vice versa, you know? And so yeah. um, I've always struggled with that, that well, they're separate. That's a little different though. You know, when you are um, working or working through emotions about a loved one, that's a little different. Mm. Uh, I'm talking about like living in this moment of fear, anxiety, pain, and suffering and choosing to feel something different and allow mm -hmm. that to expand and be bigger mm -hmm. than the suffering, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. I hear you. There. Uh, so that it, it is a little different. I, I also live that too. And, and I find that, um, in the last two years, don't you think the paradoxes have been yes. even more dramatic yes, and I do. boom, boom, boom. Like I, you know, right now, I just found out that um, the we put a, an offer on a house and I was all set because we were supposed to move in a month. The owners here sold this house. Those sellers pulled out. I have nowhere to live in a month. And yet I'm overjoyed to see you. <laughs> you know? I, I have no idea where I'm going to live in a month. I have nowhere to go. I have no prospects. And I'm yes. thrilled to be here. Well, and don't you find, I, I'm in those moments a lot where the uncertainty, um, it almost, I find it can be joyful because it makes me feel alive. I'm very much alive and curious. This is how I respond when I have no idea where I'm going to live in a month. Yes. Yes. It's a curiosity. Well, and I, yeah, I have never been one. And I don't think you are either the type that fears change. I don't fear change. I love change. In fact, I've reinvented myself. I don't know, like eight times in this lifetime. I feel like I've lived eight lifetimes in this lifetime. You know um, I don't fear change. It's not that it's just that I find that um, more, more recently. And I want to say like in the last two or three years, the focal point, the angels always tell me, keep your vibration high, mm. keep it high. And I'm always struggling because some of the people I live with aren't very joyful. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always struggling with that is like, you know, that's a huge challenge for me. And I'm wondering if that's more of the challenge than the big paradoxes of not feeling really secure in where I'm going to move or, you know, or just loving what I do so much, you know, like that's the paradox for me right now. But at the same yes. time, I think that's where the spiritual warriorship comes in. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. And yes. And you're right. And it's tricky because we live with other people, with other energies and, and entities and beliefs. Um, that's a whole other show, right? Pasha? Oh my <laughs> goodness. Absolutely. And, and, and to be honest, in my uh, family, I'm the one that struggles to keep that high vibration because I often go to a place of fear and anxiety, probably from past traumas. And, um, you know, my husband will say all the time, it'll work out. It'll be fine. I'm like, we don't have a house to live in. And I'll be like, I don't want to live in my car and I'll get really like scared. He's like, okay, we're far from that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's like, I jump ahead. So, it's um, so funny. You said that though, because this is like exactly what I was going through last night. And I started going into that dark place and I'm like, this is ridiculous. I, I have more faith in myself than that. I can do this. You know, we forget you, the word. I, Hmm? I, did you just move? Is that what happened? Or I just moved, but when we moved to our house, this is a month ago, it was a, a sick house, a toxic house with mold. Okay. And so immediately I had to move out with my son. And for the month of June, I did not live in my house and I did not have a safe house to go to that I owned. But this is the lesson for me of surrender 
um, and receiving help. I put it out there vulnerably. And I think courageously put it out on Facebook. Actually, I was like, I have toxic mold and I don't know where to sleep. And I have a sick kid. And then unbelievable angels surrounded us in June. People I never met offered their homes around the world. I ended up needing to go only out of the state a couple of times, but um, the entire month of June, we stayed with friends or strangers on their couches or in their spare rooms. And it was safe and it was comfortable and they were loving. And it was a beautiful experience for me to hold my vibrations high um, with my son who was like, confused where are we sleeping tonight where are we going and I'm like this is such an adventure and oh my gosh how fortunate we are to meet all these people and to sleep in different beds and now we can figure out like what kind of decor we want in our new house and I like these sheets do you like these sheets we can when we get our house back you know just finding new ways to think about it and I'm very fortunate that I was able to get there because I needed to for him and then in turn of course myself Yeah, no, I think you made uh, making a a change uh, very safe for him. I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's phenomenal. I didn't know the whole story. I just knew that you were suffering with mold. And I I didn't really feel like that the first place had mold in it. So I was really like, wow, when did that happen? You know, but that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I thought the first house that we were in was contributing to his illness somehow, whether it was an entity. Or, or something environmental. I just had an intuition that there was something in the house and I don't know what it was still all right. I know. And right. then I got here and it was worse, but, and then we fixed it and yeah. now we're coming through it and good. both of us feel better. So good, so good. we just needed to change. Yes. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, and, and maybe there was something, you know, like you said, uh, you needed to experience for him with him, you know, and come through it together in a different way than, Yeah. Maybe we needed to be, you know, unrooted to feel rooted or homeless Mm. to feel rooted in a home. It's Uh, just so weird how your experiences with the home thing is kind of like you found a home. I I haven't found one yet, but um, you know, it's just interesting. The parallel. It is. It is. It's so fascinating. Yes. And um, I'm, I'm so intrigued by, by your work. And now of course we can't, you know, once we see something, we can't unsee it. Once we know something, we can't unknow it. I don't think I'll ever walk into you know, a therapeutic comedy session or coaching session where I don't tell people to embody their emotions and move. And I don't think I'll ever do a personal training session without bringing in mindset and therapeutic comedy. And so it it looks like a bizarre blend from the outside, but to me, it's all just intertwined into, you know, empowerment and awareness and pleasure. And I think, I think the more, um, like when you talk to other, um, wellness practitioners, um, healers, trainers, chiropractors, I think we're all on the same trajectory. You know, uh, we're all recognizing that need to encompass the entire being in a holistic manner. And, uh, you know, I talked to, um, uh, one of my clients, husband is a researcher at Villanova and mind body studies, ironically. And, um, and I talked to him and he's like, you know, what you do is fascinating. And I, 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 I got to talk to you more about that. Um, I, I, I think it's just a matter of time before Western medicine really starts to engage more in intuitive studies, emotions, the, how the emotions act on the body. Um, it's like I said, the, all these separate uh, specific, um, you know, endocrinologists and then 
chiropractors and eye doctors and this and that they're all, you know, circling in their own orbits. Yeah. Compartmentalizing a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, there's no crossover, but I look for a moment in time in our Western medical history that the crossover happens yes. with compassion yes. and acceptance of something other than the physical body. I asked the angels once I said, you know, uh, what happened here? Cause I mean, this is, you know, we know through yogis and other means that there was an awareness of a mind body connection, you know, like what happened? And the angel said that mind body connection was strong and it was getting stronger until the age of science came along. And then man became more uh, impressed with his discoveries Ah. and with what God had placed within us already, you know? Yes. So I thought that was really interesting. I was like, yeah, you know, I, that's exactly right. You know, that's exactly how it, it probably happened. But, you know, th- this whole thing made me feel very, very strongly that, and that this is the, the pact or the contract that I have with Jesus is that it wasn't just to figure out how the science blends with the soul, but then to teach, teach it, you know? So that's, that's why I did create Be A Body Psychic and, um, and the accompanying um, visualizations come with nice. it. So um, when you do sign up for the course, the book and the workbook and the visualizations come free with the course. Okay. Um, it's, it's, a, it's not a labor, I, I want to say. It's a, it's a passion project. Yes. You know, like I love seeing people, like I have a testimonial reel of I people saw that. yeah oh you saw it yes that, and you did you see uh one of the uh participants she's like mind blown is that <laughs> stephanie is that stephanie i could you know that wasn't stephanie but uh she had some great comments too she was really sweet uh yeah, she's yeah. so enthusiastic and open to experience i love it yeah yes i love that we have so many mutual um friends out there and, she, and you have a second sep- coming up here um to okay. new york i think i might be visiting with her and doing my podcast next week with her oh how fun yeah she's a hoot she comes to all the comedy shows that i do i, I, I love her. her i did too she's fantastic stephanie mcpherson Mc, or funny stephanie mcpherson yeah. we're talking about you um and, she, and she's freaking delicious is her podcast i think um Ooh, yeah, freak freakalicious. What is it? Oh, da freakalicious. Okay, I always say da fucking freakalicious, but it's oh, freak-licious. yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's what it is. She'd be fine with that. Too. <laughs> um, so you have a second book coming out. I know it's not till later this year, but what is the name of that one? Oh yes. So these, um, it's called Embodying Enlightenment. Okay. And where um, Be a Body Psychic focuses on primarily you make like starting that connection with your mind and body visualizations to do that. Um, embodying enlightenment is specific, more specifically focused on weight health. Okay. So it's embodying enlightenment answer your, your soul answers to the science of your weight health. Okay. Okay. Because I, you know, I couldn't stop here. You know, (laughs) I couldn't stop and be a body psychic. I was like, the more readings I gave to my personal training clients, the more I recognized and realized that I hadn't covered all of it in this book, you know, like there was more information, especially, I mean, I give examples throughout the book of readings I've given to um, clients in the past who have struggled with debilitating depression, uh, you know, struggled with, 
you know, uh, their sexuality struggled with their, um, you know, hip problems or struggled with their, um, their in, in, in inequities and self-confidence, feeling safe, feeling loved, feeling heard, um, and how all of that can impact your weight health. Yes. So um, that I'm hoping, you know, cross your fingers for me. I sent it into a Hay House contest. Oh, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, to hear maybe in August that, you know, maybe hopefully. Yes, yes, I, I, I hope so. And then your program, if people want to reach you or sign up for your program, how can they best reach you, Nicole? Um, you can always contact me through mindbodymastery.org. Uh, you can also um, uh, email me at, um, let's see, let me see. You could do uh, Nicole's mbm at gmail.com. Okay. And I'll put these in the notes, of course. Yeah. And then you can also call me 646-739-7879. Except if you're a weird guy who wants to sext me, that's not possible. Did you just give away your actual personal number? No. Yeah. It's been publicized on my website. Oh, it's one of these like business text things. These are like fancy. I just give people so actually, you know what? I haven't used Textiful in a while. This is actually my uh, my cell phone number. So you can reach me directly. It's 646-739-7879. Okay. I've used it for years. I'm not afraid. Okay. But, okay. You know. Beautiful. No fear. No fear. <laughs> All right. I'm going to manifest for you. Um, hey, house saying yes. And uh, the, the house of your dreams just um, appearing today <laughs> with a pool so I can come visit you. It's funny you said that. That's a different story we'll talk about another time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, such a pleasure talking with you, Nicole. And I, I just encourage everybody to uh, reach out to Nicole, even if this seems anything from scary to bizarre to um, something that you've always known that you've wanted to explore. And what a fascinating career you've built. I'm so happy for you that you found a way to um, blend and integrate your, your passions. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting life. You know, my husband's like, whatever, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you, go do what you, do. you do you, you do you. Yeah. And you're like, yes, I will. Thank you so I much. You. <laughs> you're the same way though. I, I am. I am. There's no stopping me and anyone could tell me it's weird and it'll make me want to do it more. So more. Ha-ha. Right? exactly. <laughs> So um, please do reach out to Nicole, everyone out there. And then of course, if you want to continue the conversation with me, you can DM me or email me. You can find me on my website, pashamarlo.com. Um, I offer the one-on-one coaching and the group coaching to roar with laughter. Um, and if you liked this podcast, please like it and subscribe, but then share <laughs> it. Yeah. Share it with all your woo-woo or non-woo-woo friends yeah. so they can hear about it. And uh yeah, such a pleasure talking with everybody today and um, look forward to next episode. Thanks, Thank you people. so much, Pasha. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. Woohoo! Love your mind and body. <laughs>